0: supernatural the power of darkness it's all true the undead surround me have you ever talked to a corpse it's boring i'm lonely take your life david kill yourself
1: before you kill others
0: Hello, club members. I'm Chris, and I literally just rolled out of bed, so let's do this thing.
2: And I'm Kate, and I just brushed my dog's teeth, which is genuinely his favorite thing in the world. And welcome back to the weekly meeting of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club.
0: Here we review a different horror movie every week, and we discuss story, plot, production, reception, and relevance in pop culture, etc.
2: Yes, and this is not a spoiler-free zone. We will spoil the movie. If you want to watch it organically and figure things out, go for it. Although this movie is almost forty years old, so I feel like I shouldn't have to give a spoiler warning. But that's yeah, just how see nice it though, we are. So that's fine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you haven't seen it, it's okay. I'm in that boat. Uh, but today we are talking about an American Werewolf in London, which I had heard of. I knew Proud it existed Good. in some degree. However, I think I didn't actually. I think I was confusing it with um, Wolf Boy or something.
2: Oh my god, is that even <laughs> a movie? I'm looking that up. I'm There's sure it Wolf is. Man, Wolf Boy. Oh my god, yes, it is a movie, and it looks terrible. No, it's not. It's a musical.
0: Oh no! I think I it's think a I was... musical
2: from 1984, Chris.
0: That's hilarious. That's exactly what I was thinking about when I said that. Um, <laughs> oh my god! No, I think I was I was confusing it with um, Teen Wolf, but the movie oh Teen god. Wolf, not oh. the TV show Teen
2: Wolf. Offensive on both counts. <laughs> no, that's terrible. Well, it's interesting you say that because when this movie came out, it was like the werewolf boom. There was like a billion different werewolf movies. Yeah,
0: I saw that. There were like hundreds.
2: Yes. And here
0: we are. Now they're just like everyday part of my life anyway.
2: Yeah, they're just part of your life. Um, So why don't you give us a little insight for people who haven't seen the movie, what it's about.
0: Yeah, so if you haven't seen it, the title pretty much tells you what it's about. It's an American. He's a werewolf. He's in London. He fucks shit up. That's basically it. Um, No, really, though. It's about two uh, New York NYU students who are backpacking in London trying to get to uh, Rome. Plot. Spoiler. They don't make it there. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> they get attacked by a werewolf in the moors in ambiguous northern england one of them dies one of them becomes a werewolf but he doesn't really know that until his friend comes and visits him from beyond the grave and he's in a hospital for a long time he eventually Hol- kills yeah. a bunch of people
2: gore and hilarity ensue
0: yeah b- yeah pretty much
2: yeah <laughs> So, today we're going to be talking about the movie, obviously. We're going to talk about the highly celebrated makeup and practical effects in this movie. It's what the movie is so most So celebrated. For. And I, I know you're being sarcastic, but they totally are. No,
0: they were. And they okay. are phenomenal, especially for the time. Even like, now. No, even I agree. Even now, it's yeah. impressive. We'll get there, but the actual transformation, I found... Dope. Very impressive.
2: Yes. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about how this movie inspired Michael Jackson's thriller video. And Indeed. we're going to talk about the fake porno in this movie and much, much more. Yes. <coughs> <coughs> so. Another
0: 80s porn guised as a horror film. Oh, but I, lo-
2: <laughs> I love the porn in this movie. It's hilarious. It's one of the highlights of the movie.
0: It's very funny.
2: Mm. And we'll talk about that later. Don't want to spoil too much right up front. So... As we always do, I get to pick a genre, and I would call this a supernatural horror comedy. How do you feel about that?
0: No, I think that that's definitely that covers it for sure. Yeah, but as we just said, there are so many werewolf movies. Can we just call it werewolf horror?
2: No, it's yeah, fine. Okay, super or like
0: supernatural, like creature horror because it's not supernatural horror. I feel like it should encompass demons and ghosts and all of them too. And I think that's they're their own thing.
2: Okay, wolf horror comedy. Wolf
0: horror com- Okay, that's better. All right, cool. All
2: right, settled. This movie, like I mentioned, is almost 40 years old. It, it came out in 1981, which is the same year as the original Evil Dead coming out. Mm-hmm. It was directed by John Landis. You might, have se- you might have seen some of his work before, Chris, actually, even though you don't watch horror movies, because he did National Lampoon's Animal House. He did it. well. You've heard of it, at least.
0: Mm, maybe.
2: Okay, now you're just <laughs> lying to me. <laughs>
0: it rings a tiny little bell. All
2: right, Blues Brothers. You've heard of Blue- Blues Brothers. I've
0: heard of it. Yeah, never okay, seen it.
2: Sure. Uh, you've heard of Michael Jackson's Thriller music video. I <laughs> yes, assume. I, I okay. have. It. I have
0: seen that one. <laughs>
2: okay, <laughs> great. Was it, yeah. <laughs> it was it too spooky? It was
0: too spooky for me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, John Landis was behind all of that. In fact, Michael Jackson asked him to direct, write, and do the visual effects for this video after watching American Werewolf in London. Him and Rick Baker, who was the special effects guy. Yeah, yeah. who did the cool. makeup and stuff. Yeah, because that's like the most celebrated music video of all time.
0: Yeah, probably. They'd have
2: like warnings on it on MTV and stuff like that.
0: Oh my gosh, did it really?
2: Yes, it would have warnings. It, it still has it. If you look at the, the, the video, it's like, Like, this is all fictitious. Like, don't freak out. Like, calm down. Like, this, we do not endorse the occult. Michael Jackson is not a demon.
0: Michael Jackson is not a demon. (laughs) Don't send us letters saying he is. (laughs) It's a movie, it's a video, people. It's a video.
2: It's okay. But people were more impressionable in the 80s. So, apparently. Apparently. So, and this movie is also written by John Landis. Uh, He had been planning to this movie since like. 1969
0: yeah he planned it for a long time and just never had money for it
2: yes it was interesting because he he was inspired by it he was traveling in what was then yugoslavia and saw oh my god
0: i love this story it's
2: crazy and he saw this guy being buried and they were burying him wrapped in garlic so that they wouldn't he wouldn't return from the dead and that freaked him out and then that kind of inspired oh we're gonna do a creepy werewolf movie and so he kind of sat on i don't see
0: the connection there can i just say that
2: like, I love the story.
0: I don't see the connection at all.
2: No, it's a bit of a stretch. But I would I mean, have gone
0: werewolves with the whole, I mean, I sorry, werewolves. Vampires. I would have gone vampires with yeah. the whole garlic thing.
2: Maybe he did, and there is a bunch of vampire movies already. And so he went to werewolf. He is an not artist. Good. I'm not going to question him.
1: Whatever.
2: <laughs> okay. But he sort of sat on that for like 10 years or 16 years or so. And then whenever he finally got the money to do it, he goes to all the studios and they're like, dude, have you been in the theaters? We have werewolf movies coming out of our butt.
0: Yeah, they're like we're making five right now.
2: Yes, go back and do Animal House two or whatever.
0: Whatever it is you do. Whatever it
2: is you do, but of course he got the money. He got people involved, and he made this phenomenal movie,
0: which pretty much overshadowed, I would say, the majority of those other werewolf movies. Because uh, like yeah. I was, I was looking at all those titles. And I'm like, well that certainly sounds like a werewolf movie but i've never heard of it but you've
2: never heard of it you know, no one yeah. remembers that it was just in the it's because they were just churning them out you know they were like oh that's what people want we'll just have some random famous actor get bit and be a werewolf for two hours and that will be that right and no one had done anything like this also hit the writing in this because the writing in this movie is weird yeah I'll it's say. a it's a weird movie. <laughs> So people didn't like it, and they were people didn't want to sign on. Like they, He tried to get all these producers, and literally one, one producer was like, dude, this is weird. You're going to have to make it like 90% less weird before I get porn. Yeah.
0: And he's like, okay, fine. But we're still going to do the whole make our own porn video thing, right? And they're like, yeah, obviously, yes. It's obviously, that's not our problem. <laughs> Amazing.
2: And the budget for this movie was actually pretty decent. It was $5.8 million, which is a lot for 81
0: that doesn't surprise me, honestly. Like just the makeup alone.
2: Yeah. It was Yeah, <laughs> so they invested. It cost
0: so much money. They
2: invested. And But
0: they got payback for it.
2: Yeah, they did. Sixty two million.
0: Oh, I meant like by accolades, but wow. Oh, that's well awesome. that too.
2: <laughs> yeah, they got sixty two million just the movie getting payback. But if you're talking about um Rick Baker, this makeup artist. Yeah. Yeah. He won the first ever makeup effects Oscar.
0: Yeah, well, and because the Academy Awards didn't even have a category for makeup artistry until 1981, how convenient. Um, (laughs) And then he won it, and so he he was the first one to win, and funny enough, werewolf movies have only won that award twice ever in history, and he won both of them. What was the the other other one? (laughs) It was in 2010. I can't remember what the name of it was, but... It's just funny. That's that he's, really impressive. He's still doing werewolf art. <laughs> like, he
2: owns that. I mean, that if, his if you're making a werewolf movie, who are you going to call? Some rando or some guy who's won like two Oscars making wolves?
0: Fair, fair point. Yeah, Next I'm call Baker. I'm just going to call up Rick <laughs> call Baker and be like, up. "Hey, I've got a costume. So he I think the, you're the guy for it
2: for sure. He won the first one ever, but he also he was nominated 11 times, which is which a is, lot. Yeah. In in that category only has I think three nominations versus the five of the other one. Like wow. most Oscars have five cat- five slots, and they, that mm-hmm. one only has three, and he's won seven. And he he did Men in Black, he did The Grinch, which is the best Christmas movie of all time, second only to Silent Night, Deadly Night.
0: Obviously, and,
2: but do you know which one he's <laughs> the proudest of? You might have read. No. Harry and the Henderson.
0: What? Yeah, I Harry don't even and the know what that
2: is. It's the one with Bigfoot and John Lithgow.
0: Obviously, nope, nope, not ringing a bell here.
2: (sighs) Maybe we can make that a horror movie. It has a monster in it. I want to watch
0: it. It has a monster in it.
2: (laughs) But that's the one he's most proud of, is Harry and the Hendersons, because he made a a little Bigfoot thing.
0: What a classic artist thing. Like, my favorite was the one that no one else liked and no one else heard about.
2: Uh, He won an Oscar for it, so I think people heard about it.
0: I've never heard of it. Oh,
2: my God. (laughs) But did you read about how he created this monster, Rick Baker? Did
0: well, it took forever.
2: Yes, correct.
0: It took well, and I I, did, I tried to st- st- stray away from the details because I had a feeling like you were gonna obviously go into this, but
2: obsessively, yes,
0: yes, I'm not I'm not surprised here.
2: Well, I for one thing, he Rick Baker and the director John Landis had very conflicting ideas on what they wanted to the wolf to look like, so John Landis was. And obviously, he won, it's his movie, but he wanted it to be like a dog, like a hound from hell dog. Oh, uh, right. Yeah. Yes. And, and Rick Baker, Baker wanted it to
0: be like bipedal.
2: Yes. Because, I mean, honestly, that's what we're in That's look what like I imagine. In my mind, yes. But, and I got to say, I would have gone bipedal if I was in that position, which I'll never be in that position in my life, but I would have gone bipedal. But watching it now, that's what stands out about this movie is that it isn't, because most are.
0: Well, and he's like. We'll get to it. And I think that the, the transformation is so impressive. Oh, it's so good. The makeup is so impressive. I think the final result, like what the wolf actually looks like, is so silly.
2: Okay, it's the 80s.
0: I know, but it's just super stupid looking and in my personal opinion. But what's fun, I think it's funny that it's on all fours. I think that is part of it because it, it just looks like an angry dog running it does. around. It doesn't even look like particularly large in most of the shots.
2: No, um, well, they shoot but, it specifically, so it does.
0: Right, they tried, but I they think tried. It, I think it looks like a just like a small angry pomeranian, <laughs> just <like laughs> biting people's faces off. It's a little bit bigger than that, but it's funny because Rick Baker, when he was finally like, okay, fine, we'll do the hellhound all fours or whatever, he mm-hmm. modeled it after his own Keyshawn yes, named Bosco. He did. he did. And looking back, I'm like, that's exactly what it looks <laughs> like. It looks like an angry Keyshawn. small Keyshawn. Who's just like ripping people's faces off and snarling?
2: I, I mean, I'm not gonna argue that. I, I totally see
0: it. So I, I think, think that t- I think the final result is very silly looking, especially. Um, we'll no. get there, but the actual transformation process, like you know that part where he is like super long and lanky, and it looks like he's turning into some sort of demon caterpillar. Yes. And like is, <laughs> and then he just shrinks down to this like keyshon. <laughs> <laughs> he's not a key. And I'm just like what. <laughs>
2: Well, I will say if you, if you look at it too long, you know, it shows.
0: Well, and I think, I think cause like the final result werewolf isn't what impresses me personally. I think what impresses me personally is the whole
1: Absolutely. Transformation, the transformation scene.
0: Yes. Like I was not expecting yes. that. I thought they were going to do that old fashioned thing where it's like, Oh, Fade he's screaming. Yes. He's getting a little bit longer hair whatever. And then boom, he's a werewolf all of a sudden. Or a like, Keyshawn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a cut scene, you know, and where, like, it's complete. I was super surprised and super impressed that they actually showed us the entire thing.
2: Yes, they did. Oh, for, like, an entire song. Like, they start Blue Moon. Blue Moon finishes. He's a werewolf.
0: Exactly. It's, yeah, One it's of like the a five full two-minute scene, yes. which I was not ready for. I thought they were going to cheap so cheapskate it, and they, I they went I love that
2: it's, like, two minutes. I love it, because that's, like, what makes it so cool, and I... Landis that's like his least that's one of his regrets and I'll get into it later because I have a couple of regrets from John Landis but he's like oh I showed the transformation way too long I was just so obsessed with what Rip Baker could do and I was like dude that's like the best part of this movie
0: yeah that was the hardest part it took yeah. months for you guys to do that I would have milked that for all I know worth.
2: I, I would have gone like two hours like I agree it was, they the, walk into London, it was easily the best part of the movie yeah it was it was the best part of the movie but I will agree that if you look at the werewolf for too long, it... I mean, to be fair, there is not a stitch of CGI in sight in this movie. Like, everything they did, they had to, like, sculpt and right. try. Like, so the wolf itself, and you might have read about this, but the wolf itself is... Like, his his legs that, that are moving are an actual person's legs. They fitted it to this ballerina. Right. That had crazy strong torso, and he was the legs, and they had... Him held up by like a p- a plank, and they had these fake black back legs that they manipulated like with cables, right? Like, yeah, like a wheelbarrow race kind of style,
0: right? And then most of the time they would only have the head, which was just like a guy holding like a head a in a wheelchair, like r- being rushed at people,
2: literally. Yes,
0: but like I agree. Like I think the amount of work and dedication that it, like regardless of how silly I think the final product creature looks like, I have to I have to concede. Yeah, it. The amount of work that went into that is painstaking.
2: It's so good. It's so impressive. So, okay. I'm just going to straight up ask, did you like this movie?
0: Of course I did. Yay!
2: Yay! uh,
0: For a a couple of reasons. Um, One is that because it's an 80s film, it's not very scary. We can just get that (laughs) out of the way right now. (laughs) If any of you haven't seen it yet and you're just listening, don't worry about this movie. (laughs) Like, It is not scary at all. You'll
2: sleep just fine.
0: There was actually one jump scare, though, that genuinely got me and we'll was get it there the dream we... sequence <laughs> no it was not actually huh. but we'll get there um but over, all in all this movie is not scary the concept is a, a little loose but I, I think it was relatively well done I thought the acting was pretty was pretty decent but honestly the the transformation scene and the makeup is it's so good completely what sold me More than anything else.
2: And whenever you get, and we'll talk about it, but we'll talk about it now. Jack, the friend who gets mauled in like the first 15 minutes, Mm -hmm. when you get to watch him decay. Yeah. It's so good.
0: It is so good, but It's 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 also very funny. It's funny. Because, so the first time we see him, he's like a fresh body, right? Yes. But he's three weeks out from being murdered at this point. And then the next time we see him, it's like, Literally 24 hours after the first time we see him, and he's like significantly decayed. I'm like, so three weeks did nothing, (laughs) but those last 24 hours really did you in, didn't they, Jack? I
2: didn't think about the timeline because I don't care (laughs) (laughs) because I just don't care about any of that. That's fine. I'm like, I just want to see him rot, that's cool enough (laughs) for me. I'm not sitting there with a pen and paper. With my calendar marking off hours.
0: I was. I was like, wait a minute.
2: That's how Chris watches <laughs> movies.
0: It is. It actually is. I'm. He's don't holding watch up a movies ruler with me, people. Screen. It's not fun.
2: Wants to see how much their beard has grown. Exactly. It's just, it's just I'm like, this is <laughs> It's not. <laughs> but my, what I like the most about Jack, like, obviously his makeup is bomb. We talked about that. But they have him being, he is written as being the most cheerful, happy person ever. Like he mm-hmm. just died. Like he just got mauled and he's just joking about like who came to his funeral. And yeah, he's like, ha ha, she still looked good. Becky, whatever was crying at the funeral. You should kill yourself. You're a werewolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you <should kill> yourself. <laughs> it's really good.
0: Yeah. I think that was like his singular stage direction was just like, yes. be happy about everything.
2: Yes. Just be super freaking cheerful, which is hard whenever you're literally looking at yourself in the mirror being like, oh, this is what I'm going to look like whenever I die huh cool. whenever i decay interesting Fascinating. <laughs> yeah and i do like so jack's not in the movie a ton he's in it enough like they keep bringing him back yeah but the dialogue between david the main character and jack it is almost like lorelei and rory gilmore it is like
0: <gasps> yeah very yeah.
2: witty very fast like constant jokes like when they're out on the moors and like they're making jokes about like heathcliff and they're like heathcliff didn't howl yeah but he was on the moors And i'm like Okay, Lorelai. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing?
0: All right. All right. Well, and I just love that. I mean, again, it's not realistic, but whatever. It's a. it's a There's super a wolf, wolf that film. attacks. People. Yeah, it's like, fine. I'll, 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 I'll concede. Yeah, okay. Um, it's just funny because like he's his best friend and he's murdered and he's like afraid and disturbed by this for literally a hot second and then yeah. he's like. You went to your own funeral? Tell me about it. How was yes. that? <laughs>
2: <laughs> he accepts his mental state pretty quickly. Super fast. Yeah. Which is fine because I don't want to watch him screaming at his dead friend for 30 minutes. Like, let's be real. Yeah. That would be more realistic, but I don't want to watch that.
0: Yeah. No, I think that, I think that's very fair.
2: Oh, also, this ties into something that John Landis wanted to do with the, the decaying makeup on Jack. Is there had a scene which I would kill to have seen, where you know he grabs David's toast at the hospital and is like chewing on it, yeah. And they had a scene where the toast fell through his throat. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> they had to cut it out to keep an R rating or whatever. Yeah, they
2: had to cut it out. Um, and I would have loved to have seen that. They also wanted to have like a longer um sex scene, which I didn't need personally.
0: Uh, I thought it, it was long too long. <laughs>
2: Long enough,
0: and it was weird. It, it was, was weird. It was not normal sex.
2: It was a weird music choice. It was like da 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 yeah. da, da. <laughs> it's like, are they gonna start tap dancing? Well,
0: because like, they, it's because they only so every song in the movie has the word moon in the title, right? So yes. every every single song is about moons, which I thought was wonderfully clever and delightful. I think it's, it's
2: like a funny Easter egg. It's but cute. I, so
0: I think they're like, okay, we have a sex scene there's a limited number of moon songs to choose from. <laughs> so like-
2: We can't I'll, play Blue Moon again, dude. No, like, yeah, it we've already done that here. twice.
0: <laughs> right, so like, I think that was fair. Like the song choice, I was like, okay, that's what I would have done too if I had to pick a moon song.
2: Yeah, I don't know if they meant it to be comedic, but I thought it was kind of funny. Well,
0: because it's just like two people gyrating against each other.
2: They're just like chewing on each other's shoulders. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Just kind of nibbling on each other. And I'm like, all right. Like, I, I didn't I'm like,
0: We haven't gone through the plot yet. So people who haven't seen this are probably like, what is going on?
2: They're probably, you guys should pause and go watch it.
0: Yeah, you totally should.
2: Because <laughs> it's so good. Also, Landis wanted to have a longer, well, he filmed a longer homeless man attack. Like, whenever all the homeless guys are. Yeah. Here, which audiences did not respond favorably to. So yeah, they I don't said know. that was.
0: People apparently walked out during um, previews because of that scene. Really? Yeah, so they had to cut it out. They're like...
2: How, how much worse could it have been? We see him rip off an inspector's head and throw it across a car.
0: Nope.
2: It was worse, <laughs> yeah, apparently. I,
0: yeah, I, I would love to... I'm sure we could find that scene.
2: Oh, I'm we should find I'm surprised you that didn't scene. watch it, actually. I didn't. I didn't see Usually it. Usually,
0: that's the kind of thing you would do.
2: I know. I, I, I. Yeah, you're right. Well, I did get to look up... So, you might have read this, too, but... You know I'm obsessed with Halloween Horror Nights at Universal.
1: Yes. Right. Obviously. Yes,
2: yes. So I've gone twice. I'm doing it every year. It's like now it's now a tradition that I do with my dad and my sister. We go every year. And this was a house, like a maze they did. Because they do it based on different all the mazes and horror houses they do it. Horror nights are based on movies like that Universal owns. Okay. Universal owns this movie, which they reference a lot because they start talking even in the movie, they're jokingly referencing other Movies like Wolfman, like from the 40s, that Universal Mm -hmm. owns, like things like that. Yeah. So this was a house they made in 2013. And it was so popular, like people freaked out. Like they loved it. Like
0: actually scary? or No,
2: like like, they were like, this is so well done. Mm -hmm. And they brought it back in 2014, which they have not done with any other house ever. And they've been doing this since the 90s. And then they brought it back again in 2015, which is absolutely unheard of. And even now, like, whenever I go and I'm looking up, hey, like, what houses are coming, people are still, like, clamoring, like, on the forums, like, is is it coming back? Is American Werewolf coming back? Wow. Yeah, it's, and, like, I you can look it up, because I looked it up, because I was really curious. It's so good. You can watch it on YouTube. It's so, like, they have the full transformation. Whoa. Even, and they have the little Mickey Mouse doll on the bedside table, or on the coffee table.
0: Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs>
2: And I was like, "Okay, this is amazing. They have like eighteen full werewolves that people are manipulating to jump at people with cables and stuff like that. Wow, it's really good. You should look it up, but yeah, this is a very popular movie, and that wasn't like that was like not that long ago. that was like four years ago,
0: yeah, really. yeah, so, like, yeah, this is still very much i I don't is it a cult classic?
2: so like, people call it a cult classic. It was a huge hit when it came out though. Which yeah, is so I feel like
0: typical. it doesn't quite qualify.
2: So that's like calling The Shining a cult classic, but I don't right. know. I, I feel like everyone, people who don't even watch horror movies, have seen The Shining. So I don't know. I feel like it is. Love. I feel like a lot of people it's call like it a cult special. classic
0: whenever like people get really involved in yes. their like in their love of it. You know,
2: I saw a bunch of tattoos from this movie. Wow! I saw an ankle tattoo of David running with the balloons.
0: That's hilarious. Which is actually that. a
2: great tattoo. I really like it. But yeah, people go absolutely bananas for this movie, and I don't blame them. It's one of my all-time favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Like, I have it on DVD, which is a big deal in 2019 to have something on DVD, and I have it on DVD. That's how you know uh, I care. Amazing. I know. Amazing. <laughs> I guess we should talk about the movie now. Well, well first- no, Tell me about- Yeah. T- let's talk critical reception.
0: Yeah. So we we've both said that we both like this movie. Mm-hmm. The question is, Kate, did everyone else like this movie? I'm um, gonna guess, yeah. So yeah, they did. Um, <laughs> <laughs> on IMDb, though, seven, se- seven point 7. 7.2. So y- ah, yes. That was so nice. they're they're in the seven. So basically, I'm IMDb acknowledges um, that it's a it movie. Exists, yes. Um, Rotten Tomatoes uh, is p- very respectable for a horror for a horror film. It's not as much as I thought it would be, though. So critics give it eighty eight percent. Audiences yeah. give it 85%.
2: I feel like it deserves better than that. Which
0: are good scores, yeah. But I definitely thought it was going to be yeah higher up than that. It's probably just because it's a an older film.
1: Mm, well.
0: I could go through and tell you about all the positive reviews I read, which are abounding.
1: Of course. But I kind of don't care about positive ones. reviews. Yeah. I <laughs>
0: love the bad ones. I think they're so much more fun. And I don't know. I feel like the people who disliked this movie, I, don't, I feel like they were the kind of critics or the kind of people who were just not going to like it no matter what like they they're the kind of people who go into this movie being like I don't like gory werewolf humor so like Um, they were they they just weren't gonna get into it
2: I guess that's fair
0: yeah so like I mean so like the New York Times says that um quote when the movie backfires which it finally does it's because too much grisly footage was used too lightly
2: that's the point
0: which I agree right (laughs) so like I (laughs) think that's literally the point so I think that People who are um, not going to like this movie. They didn't just, get it. They weren't going to. They didn't did they, get they, it.
2: They don't get it. I'm sorry. But if you whenever you have two victims in a porno theater cheerily joking and being like, you should kill yourself, David, like covered in blood. I'm yeah. sorry. Did you think that was played too lightly? How did you want that played?
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think the one. um So the Sh- um, Chicago Reader
2: mm-hmm. well
0: wrote one of the worst reviews like they gave it <gasps> one of the worst scores. And it's the only one that I remotely agree with, okay. As far as negative criticism, and they say um, the failure doesn't come from old stylistic mix, which is you know whatever they say. So it's because Landis hasn't bothered to put his story into any kind of satisfying shape, and I don't necessarily, I don't think that's entirely true. But I do think that this movie relies a lot on its special effects, yeah, it and does. I think it relies a lot on the. Shock and wow factor of everything that it does. I do think that the story itself, as an as like an arc, is fairly underdeveloped.
2: I think that's fair.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just I just feel like as if someone's going into this movie wanting like a story with a beginning, a rising, a climax, an end, with like continuity and like explanation, or like if you wanted to go into this werewolf movie, getting like werewolf lore, or you know like. A, any sort of, like, deeper meanings, you weren't going to get it. No, so, you're like, not going to get it. So, like, I can see that criticism being that the actual story itself doesn't have a lot of meat on its bone, as you, as you would as say. As I'd love to say. But I don't think that that makes it a bad movie, per se. You know, no, like, I, I, think I don't so. think every movie has to have, you know, a Lord exactly, of the Rings-style, exactly. yes. like, backstory. No. The Austin Chronicle, however...
2: um, do they like it?
0: They gave this movie one of the highest scores out of all the critics...
2: Okay, maybe we'll set our differences aside for a day then. I was, the so,
0: <laughs> I was so surprised. I was like I'm trying shocked. to find the Austin Chronicles review, and I'm like sifting through all the negatives. I'm like, <laughs> where are they? Where are they? Meanwhile, they're at the top. Wow. Yeah, they loved they, lo- liked they it. loved this. So they okay. said uh, this movie presented a radical melange um, of genuine horror and self-aware comic touches. Not to mention the fabulous Rick Baker, obviously. Fabulous,
2: so. obviously. Okay. so
0: they loved this movie so.
2: I, all right so am okay twist. with all that i'm not angry at any of the negative stuff that you've given me other than people who just don't get it
0: and yeah i but just don't think they were going to
2: no they're just not gonna get it i mean it's a which lot which is fine it's not it's for a, everybody it's a weird movie for like, sure it's a like the whole dream sequence like halfway through where oh my god family's getting <laughs> shot up and like the muppets are on tv and these like Star Trek demons are killing everyone. Like you, I could get why someone's like, I don't get it,
0: right? Because the, and like there is no explanation for that scene. No, like they don't they don't bother to try to be like, oh, this was because of this. But again, I don't think
2: I don't think I needed it. Like
0: that wasn't their aim, right? No, their aim was to like disturb you a little bit, yeah. and it was successful. <laughs> it's in disturbing. That <laughs>
2: yes. Okay, I'm I'm not upset at any of those. I'm fine with that. And you know what? If I had a criticism, I could have done with less of the nurse.
0: I could have done with her having any sense of normal human behavior.
2: Or personality. <laughs> like,
0: who the hell was she?
2: No, she was weird. Also, who takes a patient home with them?
0: Who's, like, literally saying that he might be a werewolf and he's worried that he's going to kill people. It's
2: Like, yeah, I feel safe. I'll She's lock like, you in my that's apartment. that's hot.
0: <laughs> that was literally her character, which I find a it, it leaves something to be desired.
2: But I liked how she played in the finale. I liked that a lot. Oh, I agree. I'm glad they had her character there to do that.
0: Yeah, I agree. So I was
2: okay with that. Okay, let's get into the movie because we've been talking for obsessing over it for 40 minutes.
0: Yes. Okay. Okay. Start us out.
2: All right. So we have David Kessler and we have Jack Goodman. They are two, I assume, I think they're NYU students, like you said. And they are traveling in northern England, kind of doing a summer backpacking thing, college thing. Mm -hmm. So we have, it gets dark. They've been traveling with some sheep. We have some funny interactions about that.
0: And I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay, so <laughs> for as underdeveloped as the actual plot might be, I love these little details that they throw in. Like the fact that they're the open up with the main characters riding in a like a big flatbed of sheep. Yes. <laughs> like the symbolism in that is so overwhelming. I can't, it's, even, yeah,
1: I can't even
0: begin it's to so express. it. It's so good. And then they walk to a town, right, and the and the pub is the slaughtered lamb. And it's just a picture of a wolf with a knife in its head or whatever. I'm just like, Really? So they're the sheep, you know?
2: Yes. We got the sheep.
0: Being led to the slaughter.
2: Yes. Symbolism is
0: established. We've got it. Okay, cool. One at least one of them's dying for And they
2: remark on it. They're like, like they see well, first of all, I love just the dialogue between like them trying to talk to the sheep herder. Yeah, and they're like, "You have beautiful sheep," and the guy's like, "Uh, what?" <laughs> he's <laughs> like, "Don't touch my, my sheep." <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he's like, "Goodbye, girls."
2: <laughs> yes, he's I I like,
0: "All right, sir." This is
2: gonna be a good movie. But then, yeah, they they walk to the nearest pub. It's the Slaughtered Lamb, which is just a wolf's head on a pike on their on their Subtle. what's it called sign. And Jack's like, uh... Maybe Interesting advertisement pub. choice. He's like, there's no lamb. What are they talking about? <laughs> <laughs> there's no lamb He's on like, the sign.
0: They know what lambs look like, right?
2: Yeah.
0: That's a dog.
2: And then as if they weren't, they needed even more assurance that this was a bad idea. They walk in and there's a five pointed star on the wall and two dripping wax candles just on the wall of the pub. Yeah.
0: yeah. Meanwhile, everyone in the pub are literally the most sketchy people on the planet. Yes. Yes. Like, we don't serve food here. It's like, what?
2: <laughs> okay.
0: We we subsist on Guinness and secrets. <laughs> like,
2: that is it. I love it because everyone just stops talking. And then they're just really, they're just trying to keep it not awkward. They're like, okay, can I, do you have any coffee? No. Do you, all right. Do you have any, you have any soup? hot cocoa? No. <laughs> any cocoa? Yes. No. She's like, if it's something hot, you went, we'll have tea. Okay. So you have tea? No. No. <laughs> I'll make some <laughs> they're like yeah okay cool sounds good and then jack makes the mistake of asking about the five-pointed star
0: oh my god which he keeps calling a pentangle and yeah, for some know. reason that bothered me a lot i was like i, don't, Stop I didn't like it saying either that. pentangle like, it's, well, there's a pentangle on the wall i'm like
2: i guess it's not wrong
0: it's not wrong it's objectively true it but- has
2: five angles <laughs> <laughs> okay
0: but please stop saying that. Jack. But don't
2: say it; it makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. So they feel uncomfortable, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna leave." And 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 the, one of the pub goers is like, "You need a GTFO. You don't belong here. Leave." And so they leave, and then we get the interaction of the pub owner, I guess, the woman saying, "That's a bad idea. Like, you we should have we shouldn't have let that happen. You need to go get go back and get them." Yeah. And then we hear the a wolf cry, and she's like, No, but seriously, like this isn't okay, you need to go get them.
0: But like, was it a wolf cry?
2: Yes. It was clearly it was clearly a wolf.
0: So it wasn't though, because so the wolf cry that they use for the movie uh-huh. is a composite of like six different animals. <gasps> there's like a really? jaguar in there. There is a wolf, like in there, but there's all kinds of animals going on in that sound, and it's meant to sound sort of not real like yeah it's, it's not, not a it's standard not a sound wolf. that you would hear exactly
2: oh i like that
0: yeah which i thought okay. was like an interesting touch for them to have that's creative i do like doing. that because yeah. they
2: could have easily just done a wolf
0: right okay, okay. i agree. I
2: like that anyway they hear a wolf creature yeah <laughs> <laughs> but at least at least before they left and they heard the wolf they're like all right keep on the road like stay clear of the moors beware of the moon because it's a full moon Mm-hmm. so obviously they start wandering around the moors
0: right well and i thought that people in the pub were like trying to use them as a sacrifice or something to keep they the werewolf away for another year or something because like i mean the symbol on the wall the and the pub owner at first she like was she, she was like trying to get them not to leave right which we know now is because she was trying to keep them safe but i felt like she was trying to keep them so that they could
2: sacrifice them yeah
0: exactly <laughs> to the at first,
2: well maybe at first i could see that But whenever she's like obviously freaking out and it's like someone needs to go back and get them Mm-hmm. and like did you hear that did you hear the howl and that guy's like nope i didn't hear anything
0: which is so messed up right
2: yeah it's messed up the
0: people in this pub are so messed up
2: and this is what and this is another thing that they don't fully explain is why didn't they just keep them like yeah, they could have why didn't and, they because obviously there's some sort of secret thing that they're protecting. Like, I don't know if it's because, like, they're responsible for this. I don't I don't quite understand. Right. Like, and I think it's meant to be like there is something there that you, you will never understand.
0: Yeah. Which but I agree. Fine. Like, there is like that. That's where the, the story is just a little bit underdeveloped. It's just like, I agree. why are the people in this town so... Like nonchalant about letting these two Americans go get murdered by something that they know is going to kill them tonight. You know, like why? Like, what do they know about this creature? Was it someone from their town that became this creature? Like, did they hunt it ever? You know, like yeah. There's There's something there. Yeah, and there's there there has to be a reason for why they're so secretive about it, and they just don't.
2: They don't talk about it. Yeah. But I get over that pretty quickly because that's when the slaying. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) so
0: don't have time to analyze don't have time
2: for that so obviously they're wandering around the moors making jokes Heathcliff jokes and they start realizing that they're being circled by the howls Mm -hmm. and they're like oh didn't they say to not be on the moors let's 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 go back to the road let's go back to the road and then obviously they keep hearing howls keep hearing howls david falls down which makes you think that he's gonna get attacked because right. if you're just if you're just looking at the poster, you don't know who the wolf is. You see yeah. two backpackers. Right. You don't know who it's gonna be, mm-hmm. but it's Jack. Jack's dead.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Jack is <laughs> immediately very dead.
2: He is viciously ripped apart. We actually see a decent amount of him just like like close-up shots of maulings, and David runs away.
0: Yeah, which.
2: I know. I don't know what your brain does whenever there's wolves attacking. I but know
0: it's a fight or flight, but and he I chose guess. flight.
2: Ugh. Okay, Chris. <laughs> but I'm like
0: you're a ru- you're a bad friend. You're
2: a bad friend. And Chris, I get we have disagreements. You and I. I would go save you. I wouldn't. Yeah, thank run. you. I would try. I would yeah. die. Yeah, but correct. I would try. Yeah, <laughs> I would
0: try. <laughs> like we wouldn't You'd- win, but you should. At we least would die try. together.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, would- I would. try. I don't know. What do you? I was gonna say I don't know what to do put poke it in the eye like a shark. Punch oh, it in the nose. I don't
0: know how he was going to fight the werewolf. No.
2: Mm,
0: yeah, no. He was going to lose. He's he a city gonna, boy.
2: Well, I don't know if we should say this now, but he doesn't win exactly.
0: N- no. <laughs> in
2: the long run. Not at all. He loses pretty hard. Yeah. But he does. He's running. He has a change of heart.
0: Yeah, that's what's funny <laughs> to me. He's like, his friend is obviously dead by this point. He's
2: and now scream, he's going to run back. He's like, and oh. then it goes silent and he's like, Jack. And he goes to run back. I'm like, okay. Now you're brave. And you just see this destroyed, mauled ragdoll of a human. Yep. And then, of course, the wolf comes, bites him because he has to get bit, right? Right. Bites him, gets attacked, and then you hear a gunshot. The people from the pub have come, have shot the wolf, and he turns. He's, like, passing out, turns and looks to the right. He sees a naked man just bleeding from a gunshot wound.
0: I was so shocked by that because... It pans over, and you just see the naked man with bullet wounds. And mm-hmm. for – I was actually confused. I was like, who the fuck is that?
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: I'm like, who for the hell is the naked man?
2: Yes! You're like, wait. And then, it like, once you're like, wait, what? what's this movie called? Okay.
0: Well, and apparently a bunch of people in the 80s had that same reaction.
2: Of being confused?
0: About Of being confused, yeah, because they, they just saw the naked man. And a lot of people were like, I don't get it. But because, like <laughs> – this was when werewolf movies were coming out. Like yes. a lot of people didn't have a context for what, like they what didn't understand that, oh, he would turn back into a human. Yeah. Right. But the, yeah. I guess the reason I was shocked was just because I was confused that he transformed so fast.
2: Well, that's, I feel like that's how it is in certain movies and movies do it different ways and books do it different ways, but that's how I'm familiar with it. Like you're shot. You're not a werewolf anymore.
0: It's just so sudden. Cause like the transformation to become a werewolf takes two minutes and then, yeah. to turn back into a human is like instantaneous. I guess just just very, like jostling.
2: And it might have been longer than that. I'm, you know, it might have been longer. He was passing out and coming to and coming out, so we don't know.
0: Yeah, fair.
2: But I did like that you see him as like you see the naked man because later that's the explanation for what happened to him, right? Right. Is that it was, there was always a lunatic? A... Mm-hmm. Yes, it was a crazed man. Your brain's trying to. You don't know what you're talking about. Your brain's just trying to make something up to protect itself. It wasn't right. a wolf. It was crazy man. Well, so, and what I,
0: what I love about this scene in general is that so they they filmed all of these northern England things in Wales. Yeah, um, which is not northern England. It's not even England, yeah. <laughs> but close th- enough. Close enough. On California, but it was it was it, you know it it makes sense because they didn't want to be too far away from London. But this actual attack scene, so like the pub and them walking down the road, all that stuff was in Wales, mm-hmm. and then the actual attack was in London in a park like very in a park, clo- yeah, very close to Buckingham Palace,
2: okay, yeah, why?
0: So I don't know. It's, I just think it's really funny that they do all these like setup scenes in not London, and then they do the actual attack in the heart of London.
2: maybe Landis was like, let's let's traumatize some tourists, shall we?
0: yeah, I think they're like I think they just didn't want to bring their wolf head out to Wales or something,
2: okay, I yeah. guess that's fine.
0: So after the, after that whole attack business, so he falls unconscious. He wakes up in a hospital in London. Yes. And he's got like a scar on his cheek. And you're like, all right, he came out of this not too bad. We know not he's going to be a werewolf because obviously <laughs> he's an American. He was attacked by a werewolf and now he's in Uh-oh. London. Oh, and now it we're in London? Fits. Great. <laughs> <laughs> but we quickly find out that he's been unconscious for three weeks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I have so many questions already. Where is his family?
2: yeah they don't care he
0: calls them later yeah and they're like oh are you better (laughs) i'm like are you kidding me you didn't come visit anyways
2: especially when he wakes up you would think like if my son woke up from a coma in england maybe i can't take off three weeks of work and just sit there with him but if he wakes up i'm flying over
0: yeah yeah obviously anyways all right. So we have the world's most chauvinistic doctor. Well, probably not the world's. He's like an averagely chauvinistic doctor. <laughs> yeah, he's
2: yeah, he's what you'd expect.
0: Yeah, pretty much. We have a nurse who is. So we have the we have the two nurses, right? And the one who's a total peeping tom.
2: She's terrible at her job.
0: So this is how we find out that David, the main character, is evidently Jewish because.
2: That's great. Right. She's
0: like, I think he's Jewish, and the other nurse is like, Why? And she's like, I checked it out. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning she looked to see if his penis was circumcised or not. Well,
2: give her some credit. He's been there for three weeks. Maybe she was bathing him.
0: Maybe. You're Hopefully right. Hopefully
2: she was bathing him. But does she need to, you know, relay that information to the rest of the nursing staff? Ah.
0: She did not. No, Although we but get, she's wearing green eyeshadow. We get so. the hint multiple times throughout this movie that she's not the best nurse. She's
2: not a good nurse. No, no, no.
0: But it's funny, and I really like this because... So David's character is supposed to be Jewish. They never... Actually, say it, but it's insinuated multiple times. And this they is the do first say time. it. They
2: start talking about they joke about Jewish mothers at one point.
0: Oh, do they? I must yeah. have missed that. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, in
0: any event, so he's evidently circumcised or whatever. But so David's character spends forty percent of this movie naked, but yeah. naked. Yeah, forty percent of the entire screen time that he is on screen, he is completely without clothing. Correct. And he, the actor, is not circumcised. No. So they had to take careful, like they had to specifically edit and cut scenes to make sure that you never see his penis,
2: because that is the continuity that we're looking because for. Because he's crystal catch it. Crystal catch it. <laughs> I would have Do caught it too.
0: Like when he's running naked through the <laughs> yes. woods and he's yes. like in that dream state. I was just like,
2: oh, but he he's leaping very carefully. He's he's covered. leaping
0: very carefully so that you don't see his uncut penis.
2: Which let's be real, I would be leaping very carefully too. Knowing well, that this is going to be all over the place.
0: I, exactly. So I, I, I just think that's really funny that his circumcision is brought into question and carefully crafted throughout this movie, like more than the actual plot.
2: Yeah, because Naughton's not Jewish. Yeah. He's not Jewish. He's not. Oh, Jewish. did you read? This is a recep This is a, I think it was the Rolling Stones, the magazine was talking about it was an interpretation of this movie as being Jewish in America. Oh, really? It was a bit much for me. You know how I feel about that stuff. It was a bit much. It was a bit, um, it was, like, how, like, a feeling of, like, xenophobia and people looking at you, and you feel like a monster, and I'm like, that's a bit.
0: I feel like it's, I feel like it's a little anti-Semitic to imply that.
2: That's kind of how I felt. associate
0: I like, Jewish people with, with werewolves. demons.
2: I was like, okay, I get your sentiment. I get it. For all I know, the writer was Jewish, but Jesus, dude, like, <laughs> You can't say that.
0: And I think it's funny that they'd be like, this is what it's like to be a Jewish person in America, when it's like, it's explicitly not in America.
2: No, it's for, not. You know, I know. It, <laughs> it isn't. That's what I'm saying. I was like, all right.
0: Yeah, all right. We'll, I, I we'll glazed on. over we'll that. We'll hold I'm on like, to that, but I don't I mean, know. I'll keep
2: that in my back pocket in case Chris tries to bring it up. But i <laughs> <Yeah. know. laughs> okay.
0: Oh my gosh, that's funny.
2: Anyway, sorry. He's at the hospital. We meet Nurse What's-Her-Name.
0: Yes. What is Who's- her name?
2: Oh my God. You know, I don't, it doesn't matter because she is so plain.
0: Her, ca- I, it's, is it Alex?
2: Alex, it's yeah. Alex.
0: Yeah. Her character is not my favorite. No. Um, she's, she's more, it
2: serves its purpose, you know? Yeah.
0: She definitely, yeah. She, she serves her purpose, but it's, anyways. So he's recovering and everyone's being really sketchy about, the nature of his cause like they're like on one hand you literally have a couple scratches they're already cleaned and dressed before you got here. You've been in a coma so we'll keep you for a couple days, but they keep him in this hospital for a long time with long no time. medical cause.
2: It's universal healthcare. <laughs> I'm kidding Chris I'm kidding. I just wanted to see your face. I just wanted to see your face. No, okay. it's
1: just it's
2: just so we can have a reason for the nurse to bring him to her home.
0: Yeah. It's just for them to develop it's just bonding time. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, very confusing.
2: It's fine. And it's also so that we can get the awesome scene of Jack coming to visit when he's all shredded up. Yeah. And David having these dreams where he's like hunting deer and chewing them up.
0: Right. Well, so we in this part, though, we when he when he first wakes up, we get my favorite character in the entire movie, who is the um, American embassy employee.
2: Oh, my God. Wait, (laughs) Which one? Cause they're the two, right?
0: Not the cop ones. No. Oh, that's right. That's right. Literally, whatever his name is, the weird looking guy who who talks like
2: a muppet. (laughs) The weird one who's like simultaneously kind but also short tempered and angry at you for being ungrateful. Yeah,
0: exactly. I just love it because the doctor's like, and here's what's his name from the American Embassy, and he's like,
2: "Hi!" Like
0: literally, that's what his voice sounds like.
2: (laughs) Hi. He's like,
0: "How you doing?" (laughs) He's just like, "I was not ready for his ridiculous." Like
2: he is a human muppet.
0: Well, I'm so glad that you say that.
2: Oh no. Because is he actually a muppet?
0: So he plays two roles in this movie. His name is Frank Oz, if you need to know. That's
2: Frank Oz? That
0: is Frank Oz.
2: Oh
1: my god. Oh my god. <laughs> so
0: he I didn't yeah, know so that. he has two characters. Mr. Collins, oh the American embassy person, and he is yes. also coincidentally the voice of Miss Piggy.
2: Yes, I know. Who oh my
0: also god. has a brief cameo in this movie.
2: Oh, my God. I did not catch that that was Frank Oz. That yeah. is too funny. Okay, Isn't that hilarious? Cool. That makes me love him all the more.
0: <laughs> He's like, my fa- just that singular line.
2: Hi. Uh, and then David, obviously, they're like, hey, also, we don't believe you that it was a wolf. Obviously, it was a crazy man. You're insane. And David starts freaking out, and they have to sedate him. And the whole time, the embassy guy is like, look, I understand you're upset, but you need to be more grateful for what I've done for you. Like, he just <laughs> found out his his friend is dead. Like, he just found out.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He just learned this, and also (laughs) you're telling him that he was attacked by a crazy person, but he's he's pretty certain it was a dog. (laughs) (laughs) So give the guy a little bit of credit.
2: Fun fact, and Chris already knows this, but I'll just tell the the the, um, club. They talk about oh, it could have been a rabid dog, but there are no rabid dogs in the UK. Right. None.
0: Yeah, they don't have a rabies issue the way that we do.
2: No, they do not. So I can understand him saying. Rabbit dog and then being like well you're stupid you're making this up because we don't have rabies but at the same time could have handled it more delicately
0: mm-hmm. but in any event so they tell him that he was actually attacked by a human he adamantly disagrees yeah cut to good old jack
2: i love jack <laughs> visiting
0: him in the hospital and again this is where i draw into question the timeline because he's like he's oh, freshly up. dead
2: <laughs> freshly
0: up. mangled well
2: we wouldn't have recognized him if they had shown him all Weird. That's, we have to recognize him.
0: No, I think that's very fair. But then he just didn't have to be in a coma for three weeks. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> so we've already alluded to this scene, but so Jack's there. He's abnormally cheerful um, for being dead.
2: It's really funny.
0: He's telling David about how he went to his funeral, about how the girl he's been trying to bang cried at his funeral, but then went and slept with some other guy <laughs> who they both thought was very funny. <laughs> And I love like that they, even like, in
2: death, I'm being mocked. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and then all of a sudden he just gets really serious and he's like, look, because I was killed and I was killed by an unnatural death, I was killed by a werewolf, not super common. Now I have to walk in limbo. I'm not dead, I'm not alive. I'm the undead and I'm walking around in limbo until the werewolf's bloodline is terminated and the c- curse is lifted, which means up, that, that's you. Yeah, you're the wolf now. And the other wolf is dead, so you're the last of the line, so you have to kill yourself or I never get to go into my afterlife or whatever. And what I find really funny about this is that, hey, how the hell does Jack know this? Who gave th- him this information? Well,
2: he's in limbo, right? He's not, like, he's in this sort of etherist in-between. So I feel like he has gleaned all this knowledge, just like he can look and watch what's happening at his funeral. Right. I feel like he's he's in on it now.
0: But, like, how does he know how to lift the curse?
2: I don't know. I I think it's some sort of otherworldly supernatural thing. I don't think you can justify it.
0: And he just goes into limbo and he's like, ah, the only way for me to go to heaven is, like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably didn't even know what happened to him, right? Like, he was murdered. He got his throat ripped out pretty quick.
0: But then he does know what happened to him. And, but like, he, he knows, knows that yeah. he was killed by a werewolf.
2: Well, I he think knows that-, that
0: his friend is a werewolf now.
2: Well, that what that's what would happen, right, if you, like, hypothetically went to heaven you know what i mean like you would you would gain insight so i, I mean, think it's I like suppose. that on purpose and okay. i think it's like that on purpose and if you're thinking about designing a curse if you're like because that's hypothetically or what's suggested to be the origin of this werewolf thing is some sort of curse happening in that welsh slash northern england yeah. pub, hub <laughs> is is that there was some sort of curse and so if you're going to make a curse you're not cursing the whole world you're just cursing this person that hey you have to make a choice where you either kill yourself or you're going to kill people you love.
0: Right. And, th- so and you're right. And like, that's the curse, right? Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and the only way to do that is if you have like the moral referees, a.k.a. the people in limbo saying, time to kill yourself, time to kill yourself. Oh, you don't remember what happened last night? This is the kid you killed. Time to kill yourself. Right. Like they're they're there to haunt him and make him want to kill himself.
0: Right. Okay. And I think that's fair. I yeah. think that's fair. I just think it's not actually explained, so... Anyway. Yeah.
2: Well, they don't. They don't uh, have time for all that.
0: They don't have time for that. They've got transformations to film. Yes. So, but obviously, David doesn't believe that any of that happened. He definitely thinks yeah. it's a hallucination, and he it's starts a to question his to swallow. own. Yeah. He starts to question his own sanity, which is, I think, fair. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I would.
2: Dead friend in the room.
0: In any event, the doctor starts to become very suspicious of David. And his scenario. At least the
2: fact that he came to the hospital with his wound stress. Like, that's suspicious.
0: Yeah. The doctor's like, someone someone took care of you before I did. You ha- you're you very adamant about your story about being attacked, at least by an animal. Mm-hmm. You know, there are evidently witnesses saying that it was done by a human. But I agree, like, this doesn't really seem like a human. So he takes a road trip and he goes up to the, find the pub um, to find out what actually happened. And he does mm-hmm. find the pub. And he goes in and they're just as warm Warm and and cheery as (laughs) they were before. And he goes in and he's like, oh, you know, he's the same, same, same sequence. Can I have some food? No, we don't do that here. (laughs) It's like, all right. (laughs) So, so he gets a beer and he talks to them for like a hot second realizes that they're all creepy as fuck. Yep. Um,
2: Yep. He sees the pentangle.
0: The pentangle. Yes. Yeah. And. So he gives up. He realizes he's not going to get information. He goes outside. And then this one guy, the guy who had been playing darts before, who's clearly the most um, morally conflict about all of this. Yes. He tells him, you know, that guy is he's in trouble. He's going to hurt people. Something's wrong with this place. He's he's going to transform into a werewolf like he, shit's going to go down and you need to do something about it. And then the other guy from the pub yells at him and tells him to stop telling the doctor yeah. things like that is enough I don't understand that character's motivation.
2: So they don't ever explain that, do they?
0: Like, worst case scenario, the doctor just thinks that this guy is a quack for saying that it's actually a werewolf attack or whatever. Like, is he afraid that people are going to believe in werewolves and like descend on their little community and like ruin their livelihood or something? Or like, what is his motivation for being so secretive and uh, and letting a werewolf run rampant in London? Like he knows that's going to happen.
2: I, I came up with a little thought, and it was obviously they at least somewhat worship this werewolf. Oh, God. So it, Well, I mean, they have the pentagram on their wall. It's been there for forever. They don't want people finding out. They don't want to talk about it. And they are obviously very aware that they're, before David even gets bit, there is a werewolf roaming around the moors. But yeah. I feel like to them, they have it under control, right? Like it's gonna room on the moors, it's gonna eat some sheep. We're all in the pub, we're all safe. Everyone in our community knows about it, and so the only reason they wouldn't have gone and hunted it is because they're getting some sort of benefit from it.
0: I feel like they obviously alluded, it's not wealth. I feel like they alluded though, like the pen- the pentagram was like a protection spell to keep the werewolf away from the pub.
2: I didn't feel like it was. Did they say that?
0: Yeah, I definitely think that that was said. I don't think I made. Well, that. then
2: it doesn't make any sense. Because then why wouldn't you just hunt the werewolf before it ate someone?
0: Correct. Which because they, which they, they make successfully no do when they go they out do. after the guys. They, it wasn't hard to kill a werewolf, you know?
2: Uh, no. I mean, you point and you shoot. Right. <laughs> but- I mean,
0: I guess if you have a human bait, it's a little easier. Yeah, but...
2: it's a little easier. It's just, it's distracted. Yeah, that's the only thing I can think of is they're gaining they're gaining something from keeping this bloodline going. And that they have it relatively under control out in the woods where they know it's not like killing random people. They don't – they're not normally going to get tourists in the middle of nowhere. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that's the only thing I can think of. If it's a – it could also have a protective element where like, hey, if you keep this going on and if you stay in this area, you're safe. Just let it keep doing its thing. Yeah. That's the only, they have to be benefiting in some way and that's the only explanation for why that guy is like, hey, shut your pie hole, stop telling people. The only reason why they would have said, yeah, you guys need to leave the pub and go get killed. That's not our problem. You just can't find out our crap.
0: Yeah, I just so like I mean again, I think that is the fault that this movie has is that they don't yes. even try to explain any of these people beha- people's behavior. They don't try to explain where the werewolf came from or anything like that, which
2: I would have enjoyed that.
0: I, and I'm not saying that a werewolf movie has to have an origin story by any means you know we don't all have to be you know the underworld series or whatever i'm just saying (laughs) so good i'm just saying that like they have people acting very bizarrely and they i think they needed to explain that at least a little bit because like your headcanon makes sense but i could also argue a headcanon which is just that you know they've been tormented by this creature for so long they have these protected wards that keep them safe and that's all that matters to them anymore you know because like they just don't want to. They, they just don't want to deal it. with it. I know, but like, I don't. Either way, I, don't know. I agree. I, think, I agree. I think they should have done more with that.
2: I agree, and I think they had the time to do it, but whatever, they didn't. Right. I'll get over it. So now we have the doctor who is like, okay, something's up. I don't think it's a werewolf, but something's up. Yeah,
0: something's wrong. He's like, at least it's not a lunatic like they were saying, because all their yes. witnesses, quote unquote, aren't real.
2: No, exactly. And so we have Alex, the nurse, who has been hitting on david while he's in the hospital incessantly <laughs> yes and then brings her home to her personal apartment oh
0: my gosh well so we have um i think the nazi scare was while he was in the hospital
2: was it yeah okay so because need to talk about that
0: so david while he's in the hospital has sort of like a series of nightmares um intermixed with his visions of jack where so like he's s- losing his mind a little bit so in one nightmare um, it's not really a nightmare, though, actually. It's just, like, he's running through the... W- this is the one where he's running through the woods. And this yes. is, like, supposed to be a good dream, where, like, I think he's supposed to be the wolf. Yes. And he's running around completely naked in the woods. And so he comes across himself in in his hospital bed, and Alex is there and whatever. And then it becomes kind of not a good dream. and You get, like, a flash of, like, evil eyes or whatever. Um.
2: Oh, also he rips apart a deer.
0: Oh, yeah, well, it's funny. He like he just sort of tackles the deer.
2: He's like, nah. <laughs> and then blood
0: everywhere. <laughs> and it's funny because like this is the first part of the werewolf makeup that they made him wear, which is actually they had glass contact lenses. Oh. That he had to wear, and so apparently this scene was very painful for him.
2: Yeah, I bet it was because he's
0: wearing these awful contacts. It's also like middle of winter in England.
2: Yes, I know because they did it in cold. February. Yeah,
0: so it's like freezing cold out there. He's running around, and they just like, "You're a dream. You're like a gazelle running through the woods, and you're happy." And he's like, "Yeah, okay." Like, <laughs> he's like naked, trying to not to like stab himself with a stick.
2: He was like really, really cold. Obviously, he's naked in England in February, and they're like, "No, you're warm. You're warm. You're running. Yeah, exactly. You feel great."
0: And he's like, "Oh yeah, I feel so good." Yes, sir. So that's ridiculous. And then he has another nightmare sequence this time truly a nightmare where he's, Definitely a nightmare. he's in his family home in New York or wherever. And he has two younger siblings who are like playing a game. Dad's reading the news. Mom's in the kitchen. He's at the table. The Muppets are playing. Mm. Um, and it's funny because like a lot of American audiences thought that this was, this Muppet episode was specifically made for the movie, especially because we, like we have Frank Oz in the cast anyways. Like it, yeah, we do. it makes sense that they would do that. Uh, but that's not true actually. It's just an episode that was only aired in the UK. So oh. it it was not specifically made for the movie or anything like that. But then they okay. specifically credit Miss Piggy they do. and Kermit in the credits. As themselves. So it definitely like seems like herself. yeah, it definitely seems like they made it, but they didn't.
2: They do they do also thank um Jim Henson at the end, which is it makes me happy. Yeah. Like in the credits they thank him. He's from Mississippi by the way.
0: Amazing. Make ama- I know.
2: <laughs> one of our few one of our few good things.
0: And so everything's fine. It's like Christmas time or something. Or well, actually, it's, it's Hanukkah because there's a menorah in the window. Another reference right. to him being Jewish. Yeah. And then, boom, the door gets broken down. And there's all of these werewolves dressed as Nazis. And they're just shooting everybody up. They're lighting everything on fire. One of them holds a knife to his throat. And he just like has to watch everyone else get murdered and his home get destroyed before he gets his own throat slit.
2: Are they werewolves?
0: Yeah, they're werewolves in Nazi they costumes. They
2: look so weird. They, they look like They look weird. super weird. I was
0: not sure at first, but they're definitely werewolves. Okay. Like well they're they're large angry keshans um, dressed yes. as Nazis.
2: So this scene is never explained, but I really like it.
0: They don't even try to explain what's going on. They don't on want here. to.
2: They want you to wonder if that actually just happened. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And I like it. It's, like, disorienting.
0: It's very disorienting, but, like, it's it's just so jarring. Like,
2: I could see the producer who was like, this is too weird for me. I bet he stopped reading the script about here. Yeah, correct. He was like, and I'm done. That's enough. Yeah. Thank you. He's but like, no, okay. Thank
0: you. <laughs> well, I can only imagine what the script would have been like before if you said that they had to cut down a lot of the weirdness, but they managed to keep this.
2: Oh, they, he didn't cut down the weirdness. He was like, I'll find another producer. Oh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. he's like, no. And I'm glad he didn't. I'm really glad he didn't.
0: Well, and it is just such a disturbing scene. And it's, it's what, probably one of the only things that I think goes with that reference that you made about this being about, you know, the Jewish experience. Yeah. Because, I mean, it literally is Nazi werewolves. Yeah, it
2: is. I just took that as he, it's like his own nightmares intermingling with this like werewolfy nightmare crap.
0: Yeah, like his own independent nightmares of Nazis. yeah, independent
2: nightmares. Yes, exactly.
0: I don't know. That's I feel like I there's. It. I feel like this dream could be interpreted a hundred different ways. Viewers, if you could please send me all of Let your psychoanalyses know. of what you think this <laughs> dream represents, I would love to hear it because I don't even know where to start. I don't. I don't even know where to start unpacking. That's this That's its dream.
2: own podcast episode. Yeah, it's like it's just like, this this one eighteen second dream.
0: Because what. I just don't know what to do with it. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what to do with it. But and you
2: don't, and you don't have time to like digest it because the movie's moving right along. It's like, all right, and we're moving in with the nurse.
0: Yeah, and just like
2: never mind that.
0: I love um, one fun fact about that scene though is that the the werewolf stunt double who's holding the, the knife to his throat, evidently yes. it's a real knife. And <gasps> oh, why? I don't know. Um, but also, he couldn't see through his mask at all.
2: Oh my God! Okay, I'm sure their insurance company was thrilled. So David was like, "I was
0: really nervous during this scene." <laughs>
2: <I> <laughs> he's like,
0: "Cause the guy can't see if
1: he's gonna."
2: There was no out. need for them to use a real knife.
0: Anyways, realism.
2: All right, Landis.
0: <laughs> but so <You> he quack. <laughs> so he wakes up and he's in the hospital, and the nurse is there, and she's been sleeping there all night, which the doctor had ordered for him not to be left alone which is fine, right?
2: But they have night nurses. But they
0: have night nurses and she's objectively a day nurse because we've seen her Stupid. in the day and so I'm like what is this girl doing pulling 24-hour shifts? That's
2: Yeah, for her boo.
0: I was I thought that was so ridiculous. I'm like really are there no creepy. other nurses in this central London hospital? Okay. Well,
2: they're ma- they're making it very clear that she is personally like obsessed with him. Correct. Yeah.
0: But so then she's like, "All right, it's morning, whatever." She opens the window, she opens the curtains, whatever. And this is the singular jump scare of the movie <laughs> that just outright got me because I was so genuinely unprepared for it. Because one of those Nazi werewolves is just <laughs> behind the curtains and just starts stabbing the shit out of her. <laughs> and I'll admit, I screamed. I did.
2: Oh, yay. You got to scream. That's good.
0: But that's a, that's a nightmare, keep too. <laughs> going.
2: Then they just keep going. OK, so that's true. We lied. There are three nightmares. Right.
0: And then <laughs> then he like wakes up again and he's like, oh, God. <laughs> he's like, I'm crazy now.
2: And then Alex is like, oh, you're crazy? Perfect.
0: Perfect. They share a kiss because he's like crying against the thing or whatever.
2: Okay. He like grabs her and kisses her.
0: And she's like, finally. Finally.
2: (laughs) I've been sleeping at the foot of your bed like a cat for like three weeks.
0: Right. So that's ideal.
2: (sighs) It's so gross. Anyway. So we gotta get out of the hospital. We've been here way too long.
0: Yeah. Way too long. So the doctor's like, okay, we're getting discharged. And he's like, you know, I don't have anywhere to go. And she's like, perfect.
2: (laughs) She's a predator. I'm just gonna say it. (laughs) She was like (laughs) Alex is a predator. God.
0: So she's like, Oh well, I have I don't have an extra room per se, but I have room.
2: (laughs) I have one bed. Is that a problem? Yeah. I don't care. Anyway, so they have weird chewing on each other's shoulders sex.
0: Oh, my God. I hated that.
2: I hated it. Anyway, so he wakes up and Jack is there again. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. way grosser. Oh, come on. We have to
0: talk about the shower sex scene for just a millisecond.
2: We don't have to. We do. Beyond
0: the fact that it's just disturbing sex. You know how we got so impressed with, like, the conjuring for building a giant tree and, you know, like. they
2: build a shower?
0: So they built the shower because, apparently, there aren't. They're like there aren't very many showers in London. I don't entirely know how much that's true, but if you've ever showered in London, it's a terrible experience. So don't do it. Really? Yeah, it's awful. Their water is awful. I felt.
2: I've showered in London. Oh yeah, it's really, it's really. It's yeah, heavy. It's, it's,
0: like, it's like very mineral. Oh, yeah, minerally.
2: hard, minerally.
0: Not the point. The point is that they had to build this shower, like this fake shower. And they couldn't control the water temperature. So they're just dumping ice-cold water on these people where <gasps> they're, like, biting each other's shoulders.
2: Oh, how horrible. And I just think
0: it's so funny that they insisted on having a shower element to this sex scene that they went so far as to make one.
2: And no one wanted it.
0: No one was asking for this scene.
2: That poor actor who was freezing running around naked in Wales definitely didn't want <laughs> definitely
0: it. Definitely didn't want it. But <laughs> He's here we are.
2: He to his bits hidden as much as he can. Here we are. And Landis is like, nice try. We built you this shower. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) But don't worry. It only gives gives you cold water. It only gives
0: you cold water.
2: You signed a contract. So
0: then they're having sex in the bed. Oh, my God. So David Naughton, right? So he's the main character. He plays David Kessler or whatever. whatever. Okay. So do you know how he got the job for this movie? How? So he was in those old Dr. Pepper commercials. Oh, yes. The the I'm a Pepper one. I'm a Pepper, right? (laughs) Landis watched that commercial and saw him and he's like i want him
2: that's weird i want
0: him to be my to be my main star and like all these people in the um all the producers like everyone's like hire literally anyone else and he's like no i want the <laughs> dr pepper guy so moral of the story oh kids is if you want to make it big those little commercials totally work
2: don't that, tell people that. that is how it can oh, work. No. People are going to start shoving their babies in Gerber auditions now because you said that.
0: However, there is a price to pay for fame because Dr. Pepper fired him immediately after this (gasps) movie came out because they didn't approve of all of his nudity scenes. So he got hired for being in Dr. Pepper commercials and then was immediately fired from said commercials because of it.
2: I feel like he cleaned up pretty all right from this movie versus a Dr. Pepper contract, if I had to guess. But what do I know? I don't know. He's not in a bunch of stuff after this.
0: Yeah, I don't recognize him at all.
2: He's in like random episodes of random things, but he's never in like a a full on movie. Versus Jack, whatever his name is, I can't remember his name. Oh, Griffin Dunn. Yeah, he's in a bunch of stuff. He was in Dallas Buyers Club. He was the doctor in Dallas Buyers Club. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, he's from like a family of like actors. Like his sister was Dominique Dunn, who was um, the eldest daughter in Poltergeist. Oh wow. Yeah. So, and his dad was like a screenwriter and stuff. But yeah, David Naughton, he was just a pepper, so. Just Dr. Pepper
0: commercial. Yep.
2: Anyway, we're getting distracted. We're not even to the transformation. We have to keep going. Okay, so
0: he sees Jack again, more rotten.
2: Green at this point.
0: Hilariously green.
2: We have the the great scene where he grabs the Mickey Mouse doll and is like, "Hi, hey,
0: David." Oh my god, that's uh the scene is so weird <laughs> and creepy and makes I me love feel it.
2: gross. I love it. It's funny. But basically, he's like, ha, ha, I'm a really great person. I'm feeling great. Afterward, afterworld's fine. Wish you'd kill yourself so I could die. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that thing I said about killing yourself? I was, I was well, serious about that. No time like the present. <laughs> and David's and like, David's you're an like, ass. Yeah, Carefully placed exactly. pillow
0: over his penis so that he can still be exactly. naked on this couch.
2: <laughs> exactly. And then we have Alex. She leaves for the day or whatever. So she's gone. And sh- she is on a night shift this time. She's on the night shift. And David's like, okay, I'll be fine home alone. What, what's what's the worst that can happen?
0: What's the worst that could happen on this full moon night?
2: Yes. Transforms into a werewolf in a very glorious two-minute scene featuring Blue Moon, which we've already described in detail, so I won't go into it. Yeah. But if you haven't seen this movie, at least go on YouTube and watch this transformation scene because it's outstanding. I can't
0: overstate how this is the best scene in the movie. I cannot it believe is. that they managed to do this in the 80s. Like yeah. The effects are so awesome. And, oh my God, the makeup for this. So David, it took five hours to yep. put on his makeup for this role every day. Yes. And then three hours to take it off. And yes. this was way back when they didn't have like good makeup. So like, crap was super glued onto this guy's face. Mm-hmm. Like,
2: yeah, it's just latex and super glue and whatever else they have. It was.
0: I can't even believe how difficult this scene was. Must have been. It took weeks for them to film it. You know, there's parts where his like, he's like below the floor right and he's just like half of his body is up and it's just like he's screaming my favorite part though is right right at the beginning when he's just looking at his hand yes and then he's like he's like this one giant wolfy hand that's all long and creepy looking and the rest of him is completely normal and he's it's like, fine.
2: Ah!
0: <laughs> just like, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life
2: Cause it's played like it's obviously very impressive, but it's also played comedically. Cause they have Blue Moon in the background.
0: I know, just
2: this peppy song, and he's just like screaming in agony. It's
0: so funny, and but so well. Done. It's, it's funny because like John Landis gets so mad apparently when people say that this movie is a comedy. Like what? He,
2: it clearly is. Know, he's
0: insistent that it's not a comedy. So like, and- it has
2: jokes in it.
0: I know, but...
2: They're clearly jokes.
0: So in, a, in the um, documentary about this, he, he, um, he said, quote, it's not a comedy. People keep calling it a comedy. It's very funny, <laughs> I hope, but it's a horror film, and we need to get these guys... <laughs> He's like, we meet these guys in a truck full of sheep. It's not subtle. I mean, these boys are dead <laughs> by the end of the movie. It's not a happy tale. And while I agree with everything that he just said... Yeah. It's objectively a comedy.
2: It is. It is a comedy and I feel like maybe he didn't see it as a comedy like when he was writing it cuz dark comedies weren't as common as they are now. Yeah. I feel like they're very common now.
0: Yeah. I, no, I think that's I think that's fair, but he definitely had no intention of this being a comedy, but every single gory scene essentially, everything that's supposed to be scary is objectively it's, funny.
2: It's in it's played as comedy. It is. It really is. And he's a comedy writer. He wrote comedies before he wrote this movie.
0: Maybe that's why it writes that way, though. Like, he's trying Maybe so he hard to make it. it a horror, and he just can't help but write things in a comedic fashion.
2: It was literally marketed as a horror comedy.
0: He insists that he's it's He's in not. denial. Yeah. He's
2: in denial. He wanted to have some giant, horrifying masterpiece. And, it like, it's scary, and I'm sure it was scary at the time, but it's it's clearly a comedy. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah, he's, it he's, just, he's it just wrong. It's like, I'm not even arguing. It just is.
0: Yeah, I agree.
2: Whatever. Anyway, so he's gone He's gone into full-blown wolf, um, and now he's prowling the street. We're slaughtering. He kills six people. Is this where we have the awesome? Yes, we do. This is one of my favorite scenes of any horror movie where he's in the tube.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And
2: there's that one guy who's being, like, super English. <laughs> S-
0: super British. Yeah. He's
2: so English. He's like, is this the stop for Cockfosters? Yeah. <laughs> I'll report you at once. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I'm reporting he's- this. Yeah.
0: I love when he's like, he's like chasing him through the hallways of the, of the, um.
2: The tube. Yeah. yeah.
0: And he stops at one point and he turns around. He's like listening for the growling noise. And it's so funny because like immediately next to his head, like there's all these posters, right?
2: The orgy poster. And immediately next to
0: his head is (laughs) this poster says, nonstop orgy, orgy. see you next Wednesday.
2: Which you think is like a weird you're like oh they didn't realize that was there that's weird but no they put that there because that's part of the movie yeah i love (laughs) it
0: (laughs) i I laughed so loud at that i was like oh my god did anyone else see that just now yes it's
2: right by a
0: little thing and then no turns out that's actually a major plot point
2: yes it is it's so funny and and that's exactly what we're talking about when we're saying this is so clearly a comedy they could have they did not have to put that poster there but they did they
0: did not have to involve a non-stop orgy no (laughs) at all
2: And we'll get to the dialogue of the porn itself, which is hilarious. So good. It's so funny. Anyway, so we get the scene of him like running, running, and then he falls on the escalator and looks back and we get that awesome shot, like that overhead shot of the wolf coming out. Mm -hmm. And you can see him walking and he looks big and it looks really cool.
0: If not arguably a very small, angry Keyshawn.
2: Keyshawn, whatever. (laughs) I love it regardless. And then we get to see him slaughter a whole bunch of other people, which I'm not going to get into because it's just, you know.
0: I mean, that's more or less it. He just like randomly in different, like r- random parts of the city, kills people, and I'm like, he's making yeah. some ground. Like he's killing he people all over the city.
2: He's hitting the spots. He wants what he wants.
0: And yet, I'm so surprised he didn't find more people in between each of these murder spot p-
2: points. Well, I think but he like fine. he fill he fills up, and then he's roaming around. Then he gets a little peckish again. Yeah, exactly. And then he fills up. He walks around. So it makes sense. Yeah, that's fair. He's grazing. That's, he's grazing. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. So he wakes up the next morning in a pen of wolves at the London Zoo and the wolves are just kind of hanging out around him. God, that's funny. And they're actual wolves. I, he was actually in a pit of wolves. See,
0: and again, it's a comedy. Why did they make him wake up in a in a wolf pen? Why did that's the, why is the wolf like, "Oh, I need to go s- sleep with my brethren." Yes! <laughs> "Where are my kin?" <laughs>
2: Ow. And that one wolf that's just kind of like looking at him like, "You okay, dude? You're acting kind of weird."
0: I love it. And so like they actually I love they it. filmed the scene in only one take because would, yeah, David is like, tired. "I'm not getting back in there." He's like, "You will put me in this pen with actual wolves exactly once. And if you don't like what comes of it." <laughs> naked!
2: naked. Naked in a pen, with a pen with of
0: wolves. wolves. Which is so so funny.
2: He tolerated a lot.
0: Yeah, he, I'm I'm impressed. I I don't think, I mean,
2: you would have gotten zero takes from me. Yeah, I have mad respect
0: for wolves, but it's a healthy, <laughs> healthy
2: Healthy fear. Yeah,
0: healthy fear and respect of wolves.
2: Yes. So then we also also speaking of comedy, we get the amazing scene where he's desperately looking for somebody to cover his job. This is the
0: best sequence of the right up there with the with the transformation. This with is the, the best transformation. Part of the
2: movie. Him like running around the zoo trying to get clothes from people <laughs> and he's in the bush. He's in a bush. And he's talking to this little boy holding a cluster of balloons. And he's like, hey, kid, get over here and I'll give you a pound. I'll give you two pounds. So
0: can we talk about how maybe my mind is actually in the gutter? But if a naked man in a bush is like, hey, come over here and I'll give you a pound. Maybe I'm just cynical, but I interpret that in a very.
2: (laughs) That kid lived a sheltered life. Oh, God. That's all I'm saying. But I love the kid. Well, he doesn't know it's a naked man. He just sees a talking bush. But
0: I love because he he the kid walks over, right? And he's like, so yeah. if I give you my balloons for two pounds, <laughs> He's subtly yeah. Yes, he's like bartering. Yes.
2: yes. <laughs> he's like, how do I know you'll give it to me? Yeah. <laughs> he's like bartering with this bush. So he, obviously, David grabs the balloons and takes off. He's we like, like this, awesome, runs. Yes! We get that awesome, like, still shot of him coming in from the right side of the screen running behind these people sitting on a bench single-handedly grabbing someone's coat and keep running did he and then the little kid Did
0: you walk up to the old woman before the kid uh, or i think it was actually before because i don't think he had the balloons yet but he's like hiding behind a bush and then he just pops out and there's like this old very english woman like <laughs> just walking through the zoo bright and early in the morning and he's completely naked and he's like hello and runs off he's like
2: <laughs> "Yes." he's like fine day yes. we're
0: having and i love that scene because she plays it in the most british way possible you yes. know like that's exactly what i would expect someone
2: deeply offended deeply
0: offended but will say maggie smith face just like, yes yeah just walks away sort of indignant but it's funny because that extra was told that the actor was gonna po- like a crazed man was gonna pop up say something to her that she wasn't gonna say anything back and then he was gonna run away she did not know that he was gonna be naked
2: Oh, that's perfect. That's good directing. So her
0: her reaction is fairly genuine.
2: Good for her. So good. And then, of course, we get the boy walking up to his mom, very calm. Just, like, calm and, like, feeling a bit of injustice. And saying, a naked American man stole my balloon." Yeah,
0: exactly. (laughs) The mom's like, what? (laughs) And I'm not exaggerating. That's actually how she said the word what. What? (laughs) What?
2: And then we have David on the tube in that woman's coat just kind of like smiling at people. <laughs> he's on
0: the bus. Not everything's the tube in London.
2: I thought he was on – oh, earlier he was on the tube with what's-her-face, Alex.
0: Yeah. But now he's like – yeah, he's like in line to get on a double-decker, like wearing that's right. nothing okay, but like this that's, red like that's any like, less petticoat.
2: English. <laughs> Not everything's on the tube, Kate. Sometimes it's a double-decker bus. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so he goes home. He, Jack's ghost, like, pops up and is like, hey. Oh, no, 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 no. That's right. He gets in a car with Alex. Yeah, because he's pumped. And, like, yeah, he's, he's living t- he's life. He's like, I feel he's great. He's like, I've never
0: felt better. She's going to take him to the hospital because the doctor's like, you should definitely bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> people are dead, and he thinks he's a werewolf, yes. so.
2: Yes. Um, doing his due diligence. And then, obviously, the cab driver's like, oh, did you hear about those six people who got murdered? They say it was, like, a wild animal, blah, blah, blah. David very quickly puts that together. He's like. God damn it! Um, yeah, Charlie's Angel rolls out of the moving car. Yeah, <laughs> and is running around, trying desperately trying to get arrested. Which I'm just gonna say, in the U.S., would have gotten arrested way faster. So
0: much faster.
2: He's like, "Oh, screw you, you stupid copper." Blah blah blah. Like he's obviously he's like actively trying to offend him. And the yeah. cop's like, "You okay? I'm like, don't do that again, young man." Yeah, and
0: he like he starts insulting anyone arrested. he can. He's like, "Prince Charles is a faggot." which is funny because like at the end of the movie in the credits they specifically have a thing congratulating charles and diana's wedding
1: oh
2: that's as a way of making
0: up for the fact that they outwardly disrespected him
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's sweet though i like that very funny well then we get the we get the obviously the end scene where he's in piccadilly circus and he and he follows jack because he sees jack Mm -hmm. walk into the porn theater and it's interesting that it's a porn theater because originally in the writing, Landis had it written so that it was one of, because back in the day, like before the 80s, I guess 70s, they had, it was all these cartoon places. Like they would have like Roadrunner cartoons and stuff like that. And so they originally had it written, which I think would have been scarier where all this, all the dialogue is happening in the back of the theater and it's like the Roadrunner is like playing on the screen.
0: Yeah. I think that that would have been scary. The porn yes, was they, just comedy.
2: Funny. It was just Funny. <laughs> It and it was okay. So the porn was actually written for the movie, which is obviously
0: exceptional.
2: And it's funny, and it has actual porn stars in it who like went on to have pretty good. Are you kidding me? No, I'm serious. I'm, like, that girl in particular is, like, very popular. That is we, so and it, extra. And it, thank God, gives us these scenes, like, where it, because it, it's, like, just kind of happening in the background, and you hear, like, sounds and stuff. But you, it'll look up, and you'll see these scenes where it's this girl and this guy, like, making out on the bed, and a big guy comes in. And he's and Shirtless,
0: like, inexplicably.
2: Shirtless, and wearing, wearing pants shirtless. I thought, I thought I told you to never do that to me again. And then the other guy goes, I told you never, su- no, I never told you any such thing. Yeah. Oh, sorry. And he leaves. And he leaves. That's the scene. Well, and I
0: love that because immediately after that, then David is like, "Ooh, good film!" <laughs> <laughs> like he he genuinely thought that was spectacular porn writing.
2: Yes, it's good writing.
1: So, oh, funny. so funny, God, It's really
2: funny. Oh wait, we already had him. That's right. First, we had him call his family in the phone booth, say like "I love you," try oh, right. to slit his wrist with a pocket knife, and like couldn't do it. And then we see Jack go into the theater, and he follows him in. Anyway, right. So <laughs> inside, we see Jack, who is with all of David's other victims. We have like the homeless gentleman. We have the the very cheery couple who was trying to scare their friend.
0: Oh my gosh! So Jack is uncharacteristically optimistic, and. All the other dead people, like the homeless people, the very British man from the tube, they're all very upset about being murdered.
2: Except for that couple. And
0: then that couple, like especially the woman, she's like, "Ah!" she's like the happiest person on the planet. She's
2: so bubbly. I think that they're just true to themselves. Like they're not like more upset or they're just who they are. So like the homeless people are like disgruntled and they're upset. And these two people, when they were murdered, were like super happy and having a good time. They're going to scare their friend. And it's really funny because he's like, well, I don't even know how I do that. And they're all offering suggestions <laughs> on how to do it. And she's like, you could hang yourself. You could do pills. She's like, like you could just smiling. put a gun right to your head. <laughs> put it in your mouth so you won't miss. Yeah, exactly. It's like, whoa. It's so, and it's obviously so disturbing. he doesn't do it in time because he transformed again and he goes on right. another killing spree. And this is interesting. So. Prior to this movie being filmed, for like 15 years prior, there had been a ban on filming in Piccadilly. You weren't allowed to do it.
0: Oh God! And this is what broke the.
2: <laughs> yes, and the, the reason why is because John Landis gave a free screening of Blues Brothers to all of the Metropolitan Police officers, and then up, oh, what do you know, suddenly he has permission to shoot in Piccadilly. Oh,
0: how funny!
2: I know. And, like, they, like, loved the movie. They, like, really liked Blues Brothers. Like, yeah, you can do it. So they gave him two nights where he could do it at 1 a.m. He was allowed to stop traffic for exactly two minutes. Um, And, yeah, which which is a huge deal considering that any sort of filming was banned for 15 years prior. And this broke the mold.
0: Oh, my gosh. That is so funny.
2: Yeah. And then what's also funny is because a lot of all the crew was English, obviously.
0: Obviously.
2: Obviously. So (laughs) we have the scene, obviously, where they had. They're trying – the inspectors trying to keep everyone in – they're trying to keep the wolf in the theater. And ev- everyone's like, oh, what's going on? And he's crowding around. And the inspectors like, what's going on here? Wolf breaks out, rips off his head, and it bounces off the hood of the car. Right. <laughs> and to get this shot – and John Landis in an interview was like, it's the only movie I've ever had communication issues with. And it was when I was trying to direct that I wanted the head to bounce off the hood of the car. And he said, I want it to bounce off the hood like, like this. And all the crew was just kind of like looking at him like – what he's like i want it to bounce off the hood of the car and they're like what well, they don't look no they didn't so they, they he picked up the head and he's like like this and he like makes it bounce on the hood and they're like oh the bonnet you want it to bounce on the bonnet oh my god he's like, all right that's english nonsense but yes that's what i want
0: <laughs> that's ridiculous <laughs> that is awesome
2: it's awesome i love it anyway david's wreaking havoc right now he's Every, it's like going absolutely crazy. We have people this is the like biggest, a billion like, car, car accident. Yeah,
0: which is, and which is so hilarious to me because, like, after the first couple, you'd think that traffic would stop, but people are no. still blazing into this intersection <laughs> at full speed for a good five minutes. They're so like, I am not yeah. stopping for any accident. No.
2: <laughs> no, I'm busy. I got places to be. You know, this
0: is just like rabid Keyshawn running around.
2: Not my problem. You see, and, we, and we see so many people fly through like plate glass windows and stuff like that. One of them is John Landis. One of them is the director. Oh, my
0: God. Are you serious?
2: Yeah, I'm serious. He flies out of one of the the car windows.
0: So, I mean, basically in this car crash, the werewolf's body count like quadruples. A billion. Yeah.
2: Yes. <laughs> Killed six people. Oh, no. There were six people like in that car. Yeah, There exactly. were like 18 in that bus. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Ridiculous. It is very so, Blues Brothers-esque. How so? Because I feel like there's a big car crash in that. I haven't actually seen Is that there? movie, but I'm under the impression that there's a many police cars that get destroyed.
2: Is there? I've never seen it. Oh my god,
0: <laughs> we're so <laughs> on we're
2: so full of shit. We,
0: we are not the people to be talking about this. Clearly, we're not
2: suited for this, but here we are.
0: Well, and it brings it brings back to how you said that this was a um, it was advertised as a comedy. Like he's a comedy writer, right? So everyone thought yes. it was supposed to be. But when they did um the previews, when they did a preview viewing for this movie. A ton of people reportedly just walked right out of it after the first couple of murders because they all thought this was supposed to be a, a com, like an outright comedy. Oh. And then when they realized there were scary parts, they're like, "Fuck this!"
2: <laughs> like, okay, I guess I see why Landis is like kind of picky about making sure people realize that it's not pure comedy; it is also an actual horror movie. Because well, yeah. people are probably people are like, "That's a terrible movie. That's not funny." And he's like, "It's not. Sp- you don't. Okay. Like,
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry."
2: It has werewolf in the. Okay, whatever. Anyways, yeah. So that's fair. I get. I understand where he's coming from now. But if still. People are walking out. Anyway, David's in full wolf. He gets cornered in an alley and all the police are putting guns at him. Not shooting yet. Don't know why. I guess they're trying to get their bearings, you know.
0: Well, and they didn't have, like, they didn't have their guns for a while, right? Because, like, British yeah, police cause it takes don't a while even to
2: don't
0: have guns normally, right? So.
2: Yeah. So they have to, like, call the gun people. Right. And then Alex runs in and is like, no, no, no. Like, let me talk to him runs up to him and is like david like i love you it's all gonna be okay like i love you and you see (laughs) david like the wolf david stops snarling for a minute and you're like oh my god that's so beautiful and he's like (laughs) then he leaps he's like (laughs) yeah gotcha
0: and then they shoot him he gets
2: shot yeah so he gets shot he gets killed we see him turn into a human and alex just starts bawling and then it smash cuts to the credits with blue moon playing
0: the ending was so abrupt
2: I like it. I really like it. I
0: was so shocked by by how it just Yeah, like,
2: you're you're left just like what the
0: hell? Like excuse me? Yeah. Well, and it's funny cuz like earlier, um when David was talking about how he saw a wolf movie and about how he decided that the wolf could only be killed by someone who loved it. You know, and then she comes up and she's like, "David, I love oh. you." And then he dies. But he, she didn't kill him, right? So, like, I, no. I definitely think it sort of set up begging the question, like, is there a sequel to this movie? Because he wasn't killed by someone who loved him and he wasn't killed with a silver bullet, which was also brought up at one point.
2: Well, they bring out that that's stupid. Like, he's like, well, what should I do? Get a silver bullet? And they're like, don't be dumb. Like, the-
0: But in his defense, like, I'm sorry, you're undead people and I'm a werewolf. Like, how am I I supposed to know what's real and what's not anymore?
2: They're like, dude, okay, you're a werewolf. I'm undead. You need to kill yourself. Okay, I'll get a silver bullet. All right, all right, don't be stupid. Like, yeah. (laughs) You're watching too many movies, David. But that's the movie. That's the movie. And I'm just going to go ahead. I'm going to be bold. I think this is new number one for me.
0: Are you serious?
2: I'm serious.
0: Oh, I did not think that we were gonna fight about this movie. Okay. I guess we Here are. Here we go. Okay, so right,
2: for the for the ranking, we have Conjuring, Oculus, Hereditary, Scream, Shining. That's our top five. Yeah. This is top three, if nothing else. I would watch this before I'd watch The Conjuring again, and I love The Conjuring. I can't. But I did. T- I did tell you last episode I would. I would l- hear you out more. So I'm gonna hear you out more.
0: So, I don't know, Kate, because. I think that I mean obviously we both very much enjoyed this movie. I would of course watch this movie again. It was hilarious. So good. So funny. But like, I mean, the things that I liked about it were all technical. You know, like not all technical, but like the majority of it. Like it was like the makeup, the transformation, that one scene was so good. There's a lot of other things that I really enjoyed about this movie, but like I do agree that the criticism that there's zero is valid like logical plot line to this movie. There's zero I don't know ex- about zero. There's almost none. I think there's.
2: there's like I think it no could do a little bit for more.
0: Anything other than the fact that he becomes a werewolf at minute like 55. So.
2: I I don't know. I think that the dialogue is really really strong. I think the dialogue is really witty. Whether or not like the the backstory is very good, I will agree is not. But I think the dialogue is really witty. I think it does some really different and brave things, like the weird dream sequences. I think it is one of the first true like black comedies that we've ever had. Because it's eighty-one, like this is really original, and I think it's refreshing. And I think the fact that it's almost forty and it still holds up as an entertaining movie that is fun to watch mm-hmm. says something.
0: I guess I just have trouble putting it's it above story. movies like The Shining and Scream. And so, and um, so, like, I mean, I still have qualms about our ranking, of course, because you know it's a amalgamation, it's a
2: bastardization of, of what we both want, right? Because yeah. like,
0: I definitely think it should go above Hereditary, for example. But it should go
2: below Shining. But
0: yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I'm at an impasse here.
2: I like this better than I like The Shining. Okay, much better.
0: Well, and I and I and I think that's fair. Like I think I would watch this movie before I watch The Shining again. That Mm -hmm. said, I think that The Shining was ultimately more exquisitely orchestrated.
2: The Shining also had a giant book to base. That's
0: fair. (laughs) But I'm just saying
2: that they didn't write.
0: And, and loosely followed, <laughs> somewhat. Yeah, argue. very
2: loosely followed. That's true. Um, All right. How about? I like this movie movie better than Hereditary.
0: And I do too. I will say that. I definitely think. What if we put? I it, can't put it above Oculus.
2: I'll accept. No, I'll accept number three.
0: See, and I think that's where it's probably going to end up. I just feel weird about it being above things like Scream and.
2: Well. I love Scream, but I think this is a better movie.
0: Yeah, okay. I think that's fair because I, I definitely want it above Hereditary.
2: I want it I above want Hereditary. many things
0: above Hereditary, but that's fine.
2: I know. <laughs> I know. Well, it's about to get kicked out of top three, so that, that'll that make you happy.
0: All right. You know what? I can, I can live with that. I, okay. In my mind when I was watching this, I thought it was going to be closer to Silent Night, Deadly Night, and Drag Me to Hell.
2: Where is Silent Night, Deadly Night? They're
0: fairly low. Seven and eight are those two. And I don't I think don't it, some... it can't go that low.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm okay with three. All
0: right, I think that's fair. Let's bump Hereditary down. Anything to get that movie lower. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, here we are. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm glad we we could have fought more about that, and we we reined it in. I the I, last I reined
2: it in. I reined it in for you. I was good.
0: Oh goodness gracious. Okay, so this is our new number three. Let <laughs> us know if you disagree with that. We would love to hear your opinion. Um, our current scoreboard is on Tumblr. We have it at NightlightHorrorMovieClub.tumblr.com. You can see the updated list as well as show notes for each episode, um, so you can see if you, like what an episode is going to be about before you click on it. But yeah, number new number three. Here we are,
2: new number three, and we just love that you guys have stayed and have listened to this podcast slash meeting yeah, bold. And that you want to be part of our club bold. yes <laughs> we love that you want to be part of our club um we would love it if you would follow us every week and um, we, we have this podcast we also have um, a, a twitter we have an instagram we have a facebook and we're connected so we're in it and so you can follow us all week long also we would love it if you would rate us and review us on wherever you get your podcasts um we just got a new rating our new rating. We're very excited about it. So I just want you to know every time that we get one of those ratings, we do a little happy dance.
0: We, it makes us so happy.
2: So happy. So if you want to make us do a happy dance, we would love it if you let us know if you like this show.
0: Yeah. And even if you hate it, maybe you don't rate it because that's mean. But maybe send us, us your hate mail. Let me know. I would love to hear your hate mail. <laughs> Rip us apart.
2: Rip us apart. So I picked this one. So, Chris, I'm going to let you pick the next one. And I think you, I think you had a suggestion, right, from a from a viewer.
0: Yeah. So I did receive a suggestion um, from
2: a club member. From a club
0: member who, it's funny because we had just talked about it when we watched Silent Night, Deadly Night, but they want us to watch Trolls too.
2: Oh my god, it's so bad. How do you
0: feel about watching Trolls too?
2: I feel like it's gonna be exhausting. <laughs> but so I watched that over Thanksgiving with my family, and it was, it is the most bizarre. Crazy makes no sense. Movie. I, there are no trolls in it. I know I've said that before, but I feel like I need to say it again. It's also not actually a sequel to anything. I
0: love it. I'm. Over-
2: it's. Uh, in conclusion, it's an amazing movie, and we should watch it. All right. Yeah.
0: All right. We're. I guess we're doing it.
2: I guess we're doing it. I do
0: feel like I wish I could watch this with you in person.
2: I know. Okay. We're gonna. We're gonna work it out. We should Skype or something while we watch. Yeah. We it.
0: should watch it at the same time somehow.
2: We should watch it at the same time. We need to. Okay. I agree. Let's do it. First time ever!
0: Oh my gosh, first time ever! <laughs> first time
2: ever! That's so cool! Uh,
0: this is ridiculous. We're a club about watching horror films, and we don't even watch it at the same time.
2: <laughs> well, you live in Oregon. That's not my fault.
0: Yeah, well, you live in some one of the Carolinas. Always you forget know which. You don't where I live. North Carolina people.
2: Okay, good. So if I'm excited. Speaking
0: of, I, that was a suggestion. Trolls 2 is a suggestion. We took it. We're gonna watch it. If you ever have a movie that you want us to watch, feel free to let us know. And we are more than happy to make that happen for you. Because, I mean, this is a club and we want your voice to be heard.
2: Yes. But don't try to usurp us because we like being president.
0: True. No no <laughs> military coups in this club. <laughs> but you can anyway. You can recommend a movie by dropping us a line at our email, NightlightHorrorMovieClub at gmail.com, or by in, like messaging us on any of our social media accounts
2: yeah i guess i don't have anything more to say i love this movie i'm happy with where it ended up i'm excited to watch trolls too do you have any other thoughts
0: um only that i wanted to ask you is there a sequel to this movie we just talked about it is oh there a sequel?
2: yes but don't worry about it it's a sequel it's called an american werewolf in paris it follows what would happen if this movie had david impregnated alice <gasps> yeah but it's (laughs) it's not it's not even distributed by the same people it's a buena vista picture it's an entirely different cast an entirely different crew entirely different director and writer like i don't even know how they were able to do it huh and it came out in like the 90s and no one cares about it
0: well because in 2016 max landis who's john landis's son
2: oh that's revealed
0: that he was going to remake this movie
2: I think I join our entire club whenever I say Max Landis, don't you dare.
0: Don't you dare.
2: Don't touch it. He already he he already tweeted that he has a rough draft. Done. Interesting. No, you just keep that underneath your mattress where it belongs. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants that.
0: Don't play with what's good. Don't break No, it.
2: just leave it alone. Yeah. Whatever. All right. I well, think I think
0: will. that's I think that's everything for this episode.
2: Yeah. So that concludes this week's meeting and we will see you guys next time when we talk about trolls too.
0: See you next time. Bomb
1: on bom bomb, a bomb a bomb bomb, bom 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 dang dang moon